You're live, pal. How the fuck are we live and I have not a single person with me over here on set? Are, are we just really doing this? Are we? Is this a like a live version of Off the Rails? There was like oh oh, off the rails oh, oh so we decided to come to work. Oh, okay. First of all, whatever. Okay, so we, that, we, we decided to come. Well. I, I just wanted to. I just needed to make sure that I was um not doing this all alone. I know it's been a it's been a really really brutal brutal like week, week. weekend. But week. I didn't know if you was coming or not. I pulled it together. It's, it's been it's been a long 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 week, but I couldn't I could not not come to work. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um. Clearly, I think we're starting off on different levels. Yeah. This 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 True Hill Heat number sixty two. We're at sixty two. Oh, Jesus. Sixty two. And uh, shout out to the spotlight, True Hills. Anybody that's watching, listening to us right now, or you know, having us on your on your phones or your device. Um, we had something very different happen over the weekend, like very very different, and. To be somebody that is in so many different sports and to be into so many different things and you get these life-changing occurrences and personally like me as a kid like it hit it depend everybody has somebody that's different like it hit home for me like big time when i when, when michael jackson died mm, like that was like, like it was ago? culture changing for mm -hmm. me and there's people including my guy over here, SP, which, you know, Kobe has been a part of our lives for more than half of our lives. And that's just off the TV screen. And that's just off of seeing him play basketball and become this, this killer on the court, this athlete. And he had some past demons, yes, which I'm telling you, like, that upset me to a point where I was looking for people to dresses when this stuff happened. But... Just knowing that what he was able to do afterwards, like afterwards, like when the man retired and you finally got to see somebody really live out. He like had two full lives in such a short span. It's like he was sent here to lay his mark. And damn it, he, he, he did. And... It, it, it's hard putting these things because you don't expect anything like this. We don't expect anything to ever happen like this. And when we saw it, when I first saw it, I thought it was a hoax. I was like, is this a bad hoax? Like, well, why are people joking around like this? This is not funny. Like, even when assumed it was a joke, it was no flailing. Y'all don't do this. Don't do this. And it was real. And it makes you really start thinking of making sure and i'm very consistent with my loved ones with this i'm very consistent at just mm, yes, telling yes, you i love yeah. you and telling you that yeah. you know i appreciate all the time that i get to spend with you because it's not not often that you'll never know mm -hmm. you never know so yeah. there's no occasion that's needed for that there's no occasion needed for that like you need to just be able to just do it and it it, it if this doesn't like enlighten that process to really appreciate what's around you, you really need to get yourself checked out. And I, I just cannot imagine like the feelings that is going on between that family, like and the families I was involved. Like it, it's 
it's this intimate connection that will be horrifying for God knows how long. And that post that she put out, I was like, this is the part that's hard, is that she has to be so strong and deal with the kids and her the other three daughters and then has to feel it on her own. Like, it, it it's like the most impossible situation to even think of. And I would have preferred SP not to be talking about this situation because it's a very emotional one. Like, it, it, it's been emotional. Like, I've known him for the better part of damn near 15 years. He's been a Kobe fan since I've known him. Like, literally, like, since I've known him. He was already years in as a fan. <laughs> he was already years in as a fan. And... and it's, it, it's, it's something that's harder for... We were already fans, but... They are fans. Like they love. Like if he was a family member, you know, if it's that, if that makes sense, I want to yeah. say. Um. So, like you said, if this don't make you look at things differently, or if you wasn't looking at things differently, then you need to really start. Um. He didn't know that he was not gonna come home. The whole point of him taking those those things was to come right back. To cut time. cut time. He wanted to have as much valuable time there as possible. And then the fact that Gigi was there. With like, him. Like, it, 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 it just really heightens how everything you need to really process and feel things as humans. And this is something that, that hit hard. Like it literally, I was at the middle of work. I was like right in the middle of be like in a busy moment and it just like stopped me dead in my tracks like I didn't even care if I got fired it was literally one of those holy shit like are y'all serious moments like they've killed people off a bunch of times so you just think that like this is not true I'm not gonna I saw it and I was like ah oh, please this is I just did that to my phone then yeah. it just kept you just kept getting more alerts and it was like yo did you see this did you see it? I'm like wait no like why like how and guys, I'm sorry that we're talking about it for so long, but this is a, I know this is a wrestling podcast. This is True Hill Heat, but this, this hit everyone. Like this is not something that was supposed to be glossed over. This is not something that will ever like leave our minds as far as what we know in sports and in culture and and things of that nature. This is something that you wouldn't even say the last thing on your list because it's not even a list to be on. Yeah. It's not something that that was thought of. This is this is just this is this is heart wrenching. Like as far as like being just knowing the situation. Like even if you're not a big fan of him, it's the situation that took place, and it's just like we 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 can all like do better, be better, and 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 support each other, and really support each other. Like these little petty things that people do to each other to, to get by. Yeah. All of these craps that and you know that. That people want to, you know, little snake shots, snake jabs, and for what? What is it for? Yeah. Like, how do you know you're going to get another chance to, to rectify and make things better? Yeah. Between you and the people that surrounding you. Like, they're, they're so... They're, this needs to really alter your thought process and your priorities. And that's all I'm really going to say about it. And if, if this hits you personally, good. Because it should. It really should. I, I think you just said it all very, very well. Like, cut all the BS. It's no time for it. It's none, none whatsoever. Like, 
why we all we all here if we only got one life let's enjoy it let's have fun let's do it together and if not i wish you all the best but hey there's a reason i act out so crazy on these <laughs> i don't know if this is my last one right like i don't i don't bring anything different on true hill heat because i don't bring it like i'm let's super tired this. i'm let's sleepy as hell like, I don't ever come, come on this show because it's like, all right, am I ever going to get to do this again? I don't know. I don't know. And and it's like that mindset is already built. But if it's not, please, like, this, 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 this certain things that has to wake us up. This got to be it. And that's all I'm going to really say, say about that. it. And, um, yeah, it, it's just been tough. So let's get some wrestling news in. We're going to get yes. some wrestling news in. Have our boss come and on we're, 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 Oh, yeah. And, and let, let, let the man introduce himself. But obviously, <laughs> he's... Well, I, I couldn't be on camera because I couldn't talk about it uh, for that long. All I want to say is my thoughts and prayers and condolences to Vanessa Bryant. Yeah, how would you get that? her so children, <laughs> to all the victims and their families a part of this helicopter crash. Yeah. I know we're going to focus more on Kobe because he's a cultural icon, but we want to also think about all, all the victims yeah. from that from that helicopter crash. But we're here to talk about some wrestling. So and uh, well, we we're wrestling, we had a weekend. We're, we're going to turn the page and we're going to talk this about is a lot, something. First, this is a lot of pages. Like, oh, yeah. It's Chrissy, a lot. It's a lot to get Chrissy, into. And Chrissy, not for nothing, I, 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 like, I, I kind of left that part out because I knew that like one thing that my partner, my brother, is going to do, he's going to hear it. He's, he's an analyzer in no matter what situation. <laughs> and he's going to pick up. And so that that's we just delivered that all as a team. And that's, okay. and that's how we really feel. And... You know, and this thanks y'all for hanging for hanging with us. You know, yes. And and even throughout a tough week, like y'all taking time out on a Thursday night to to, to watch us talk, like and to you talk know, about yeah. wrestling with us. So welcome <laughs> everyone to the Pro Wrestling Spotlight presents True Hill Heat sixty two. <coughs> it is me. It is me. Your True Hill Phenom SP three back once again to my left, right here. The beautiful, the lovely princess of the True Hills, the bottle girl of the True Hills, Miss Chrissy Love. Hey and guys. To my far left, the resident True Hill alcoholic himself, Top Guy JJ. Yeah. So I'm not banging shit because um we have like some like, we have like a situation here. Like we're kind of going ghost town right now. You know. We doing the whole production on our own. Absolutely. You know, we you know we, we we ain't gonna hear much noise in the background. You know, you know, I heard something about our little producer over here. Yeah, I don't think he he boondoggled at work. He went to go see his little baby best friend, his little <laughs> his, his little butt muncher. He went to go see um who was it, Bruno. No, no, I know practice. exactly what he did. What? He won our Royal Rumble lottery, and now he's spending the fucking money instead of being our goddamn producer. But. Wait a minute. <laughs> he won the whole that, box. That, that's, wait, he won both numbers? He won. We, we did both rumbles. We only, only had, we only only had 18. We, we only, yeah, we were only supposed to do one. Romeo, the, the host of the Romeo Report, was like, no, it's discriminated to not to not do the Women's Royal Rumble. So we had 18 of us who put our money in the pot. We, we They chose numbers out of half. I should have chose. I should have paid you $6 so I can get more money. Yeah, you should have. Uh, we gotta give it up to Chris G from Joints and Jabronis who did his live feed and picked the numbers for us. Yeah. But 
And we only had 18 people, so not all the numbers were picked. So Baby Seth had number 17. <laughs> number 17 did not win the Men's Royal Rumble. Ironically enough, number 16 did. But number 17... I thought, I thought it was 15, though. No. Nah, Drew McIntyre was 16. Uh, Ricochet was 15 in that, in that Rumble. Uh, I got 15, I was like, dang it, I was hoping, I was like, <laughs> and, But Charlotte Flair was number 17 in the Women's Royal Rumble, so congratulations to our our friendly producer. No, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a fix. Our friendly producer didn't even know that I entered him in. He had to pay his money. He had to put in the entry fee, but he did win because I entered him in because I wanted him to be a part of the game. Wow. So, so technically you won. So well, I guess. technically. I'll, I'll take it. So you know, because you see, so no, you, so you CP3. I know he's not. <laughs> so you CP3, did not SP3. So you yeah. assisted. So you assisted, but you ain't getting no rings like like Chris. <sighs> I got rings. Don't don't get don't start that. <laughs> don't go there. I got rings. But let's talk about our true heel roll call. This is where we shout out a couple of our true heels. Before we do that, you're going to see a name that is missing from our conversation starters, who was a part of a bunch of uh, conversation starters. We got to make an announcement. This week, we um, promoted two of our members to be a part of the admin team for the True Hills group page. So we want to first give it up to a member of the True Hill Trinity, the true face, Steve Salvage, who is now a moderator for the True Hills admin uh, for the True Hills admin About team on the group time. page. Yes, he's always. Putting in work, creating the conversation for Monday Night Raw and stuff like that. So Steve is well deserved. And to our good friend, he is wild, he is crazy, but he promised me he will be more diplomatic with his new role for the page. It is the devil incarnate himself, <laughs> Kelvin Klander. Oh God. He is now oh God. a part of the wait, True wait, Hills wait, admin what? team. Yes. Yo, yes. we're about to start having to add new members like ASAP. He's going to kick everybody out the <laughs> He's gonna kick every. He does that a lot. Anyway, yo, uh, yo. <laughs> that what he does. <laughs> That's what he does. Oh, but God. we gotta get into our Calvin conversation true, starters. Yo, yes, our conversation starters are True Hill Trinity. And coming Ooh. in at number three was Carlos Navarra. Carlos Navarra had been uh, posting for a bunch of weeks. He was always in the top five, but it actually entered the top three. Coming in at number two is Beyond Three Counts NK, who's been a part of the Trinity for a couple of weeks now. And number one, of course, the Negro Buck, Nick Jackson. True Hills that we got a shout out. We got a shout out. Anada uh, Sharma, George Diaz, Renee Cortina, uh, Ryan Delorge, Carissa Lizette, and Jacqueline Colts. And YouTube subscribers, we got a shout out. Tabitha Miranda and Mulo Miggs. Wow. Special announcement for our YouTube channel, like Top Guy JJ announced on True Hill Heat 61. He is coming out with his own series to our YouTube channel, Off the Rails. Hell with yeah. Top Guy JJ should be uh, our for his first pilot episode should be up on the YouTube channel in the next couple of weeks. And a new one, it is the Retro Rebels with myself and a new addition to the True Hills YouTube channel. The retro what Rebels. What you gonna do? I do the three count with SP3. I gotta do something else. I gotta watch some shows. You guys do all the reviews. You I wanna review something. I wanna review stuff. All right, wait till them twins 
him. Yeah, I won't have that much time. But he has kids as well, my good friend. Listen, man, he's saying he's like Edge, man. He don't know how long this ride is going to last. I don't know, but you're along here with me. Coming along with him. And my good friend, Frisco, he's going to join us. We're Retro Rebels. We're going to be talking. We're going to be watching old school shows from the past, whether it's WCW, NWA, WWF. What are you guys going to be like? We are starting off with WWF Primetime Wrestling, which was the old show that had matches as well as a talk show with Gorilla Monsoon. Wink, wink. Shouts out to my to my girl Tia and the, the one, the only Bobby the Brain. You said wink, wink. I can't. That's her uncle. Wow. <laughs> but top guy. I know what I'm saying. It's like. Wink, wink. Top guy, JJ. <laughs> since we don't have our producer behind the camera, tell him what the True Hills and the and the spotlight have to say. Well, lots of love, obviously, in the beginning for Kobe. Um, this is it's very clear, I mean, that it's been the dominant thing so far. And there's, like, a special comment that I want to read from, from Nick. He said, because of stuff like this, I just want to give a shout-out to the whole True Hill Heat crew. That's uh, SP3, Chrissy, myself, the producer. Just love and appreciate what we do. This is why we do it. Thank you. Like, and, and, and much love for that. And, um... It's just congrat congratulating Steve. I mean, come on, y'all. Like, yo, wait, wait, oh, Kevin, what? AKA El Diablo Fuego. I like that. I like that. El Diablo Fuego. That's, that's from Chris. <laughs> Chris, that's a great nickname for, and, and, for and, and, and we're getting a year. Year. From who? You're not even saying who it is. <laughs> Danny, Danny, it was a bunch of fucking unders. It's like in a different language. Patterson? Danny Mo Patterson. Okay, someone new. Someone new. Uh, to uh, if you're new, shout yourself out because yeah. I mean I haven't seen all of that stuff before. Well, Danny Mo's. I think she. Uh, there's a member of the True Hills uh, group page. But thank you for watching. You know, True Hill Heat 62. We got to shout out the the new commenters to the comment section. But let's get into and then and then AJ Kraft is going to try to watch 35 Mania's in 35 days. days. Why? You know what? Do it. And let us know how, you, how it is. I would love to know how it is. I believe in you, AJ. I believe in Not you. Not for nothing. I watched a Royal Rumble from like, I want to say it was like 89 or 90. I'm like, wow, what the fuck? I'm just saying, just make sure that... <laughs> 1991 was not that just bad. Just make sure that you have a No, it's either 89 or 90. Was it just... Well, Hulk Hogan won both. I was did. Just, <laughs> I was just I'm about the matches themselves, like before... Now I was like, Dad, we really love this shit. And this shit is cheesy as a motherfucker. Like, yo, I was like, it was yo. over the top cheesy. Matter of fact, it was one that Roddy Roddy Piper he beat. Um, he won the Internet Continental. Belt. Oh, ninety two. Gotta be ninety two then. Yeah, that's the best one. That's when Ric Flair won from the number three. Song. That's the yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. He came in at number three because it was it first started off with. I think DiBiase and, and British Bulldog. The British Bulldog, yes, yes, that's the. And Sherry came out. I was like, "What the fuck does Sherry have?" I was like, "Oh my god!" That's why they call me a wrestling savant. And and, and good luck and good luck getting through WrestleMania nine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> or WrestleMania eleven. Oh no, nine was oh, or one. Like nine <laughs> or two from three different arenas. But I'm, yo, I'm <laughs> just saying nine. No, five nine. was amazing. Nine. I like five. I like five. five. Was the, the mega power. Five is four. Yeah. yeah, five and four. Four was, was good. the tournament, the WWF title. Yes, game. with um, Macho Man once. Ooh, so, yeah. I, you know I love that. And, one. and then enjoy thirty two. <laughs> 
No, so yeah, please let us know how that goes. <laughs> when, when, do you, when do you plan on starting? You're gonna lead it up all the way to. He's gonna wait till there's 35 days left. On till, the calendar. Okay, all right. And then he's gonna watch we're, gonna, we're gonna count you down, friend. AJ, we want to hear a comment from you yes. on each and every True Hill Heat up until WrestleMania, yes. and you tell us what, what mania mean? you're up to, and we'll we'll shoot the shit with you. We'll talk about I think, the I mania. Think nine has to be like the worst one ever. He'll probably stop on nine. Nah. <laughs> I think nine is gonna make him take a break. Yeah, I'll probably make him take a break. Because nine didn't even have that many. Ma- okay, so but let's get going. into yeah. our sorry, top news. It was a big weekend. It was Royal Rumble 2020 weekend, and at the Royal Rumble 2020, are the, we starting off with Royal Rumble? We're not even doing the Rumble? biggest okay. news to come out the Royal Rumble was the return of the rated R superstar Edge. Wait, 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 whoa. whoa. What? That's how Tony Schimmel announces it. Rated R Superstar! It's basically Chimmel's, Chimmel's, uh, Justin Roberts. Yeah! What? Taking the best shit Cena! ever. Cena! <laughs> Moxley! He's like an engine. He's like it's awesome. So, yes, he entered the Rumble at number 21 to a huge pop, one of the biggest pops was... of the whole entire life. Um, WWE, of course, missed his first spear to Dolph Ziggler. Thank you, Kevin Dunn. But other than that, his uh, return went without a hitch, unless we talk about an injury that he somewhat caused. We'll talk about that later. Uh, WWE, yeah. WWE also built yeah, the entire... They built the entire uh, post-Rumble Raw around the return of Edge with his return promo in the closing segment. We, we're, we're definitely, I mean, we're all, I mean, this is a true hill moment. This is what happens when we got a producer. I'm, I'm up and off the rail shit. I mean, hey, so you want to change it? Yes. I, I mean, we should have unfortunately. You should have done this before I got into the top news. I'm trying to get going. Here, he was interrupted by longtime friend and former tag team partner, Ray, Randy Orton. That was a great, that was a great who, tip, yeah. who teased a reunion of rated RKO, which got a big pop. Only to give the RKO to Edge in one of the best closing segments to Monday Night Raw in years. Orton attacked uh, Edge with a steel chair, finishing the job with a one-man concerto. Reports following the Raw Rumble came out from the Wrestling Observer newsletter that Edge negotiated and was offered offered a lucrative contract by none other than All Elite Wrestling. As it seemed like Vince McMahon would never allow doctors to clear Edge to return to the ring in WWE. So basically, Edge used AEW as leverage to get a new deal with WWE. Wow. Edge would then sign a three-year deal worth reportedly $3 million a year for about five to six matches and about 25 to 35 television appearances. One of the biggest deals WWE has given to someone for a part-time deal, but not higher than, of course, Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, or The Undertaker. So, Chrissy Love, what was your thoughts on the return of Edge at the Royal Rumble? I was really excited. I don't know if you saw my post, but I was so mad because I'm a part of a wrestling um, fantasy league as well. And I knew I should have picked him as like a surprise returner, but I didn't because I saw his, his post and I was like, man, he just probably shouldn't. He probably like doing a Rihanna just like playing with us. So I didn't put him down as my returner, so I didn't get extra points, so I was pissed. But I was so excited at the same time to see him come back. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he looked great, you know, a little scruffiness, you know, a little older, older guy, but, you know, still mature. He still didn't miss a beat per se, I want to say. I was excited. It, it catapulted the men's Royal Rumble to be more exciting than the whole Brock and, like, the 15 other 10 people that he eliminated or whatever. I love that part. I, 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 you know, we'll talk about it right, more right. we'll talk about the Royal Rumble. I love but I love, I love how he still, like, didn't miss a beat and how everyone just, like, holy crap. And then as a, as a wrestling fan, I'm like, how would I, I didn't have any expectations of the Rumble being good. Because they didn't even give us much to go by before the show. We didn't know what, really much of what was going to happen for this show. Usually they have a good build up. This wasn't a really good build up for this whole show. Not really. So like who was going to be our surprises? Who was going to, you know, it didn't really have a good like umph. So this gave the show that umph that it, it needed. You know what I'm saying? So It definitely was a boost. It was a boost for them. It, they, they was like they have to pull out the stops because they... they they're not winning it much around here in these streets right now. So they got to pull out those, those, <laughs> those one-ups, you know, they got spades. Got one of the possible, I'm going to give you. So I thought, it, I, I was very, very excited for, for both him and his wife to have a great night. Absolutely. Date night with uh, the Copelands. Yo, date night, man. Like, yo, we go, let's go do this. We got a sitter. Let's go put our clothes on. So, JJ, what was your thoughts on the closing segment to Raw with Edge and Randy Orton? And how do you feel about a potential Mania match between those two? Be great. Top to, like, from start to finish, to me, one of the best segments I've seen in, in years. One of the best endings to Raw, to me, in about a half a decade. I haven't seen an ending to Raw. The ending that way, <laughs> When that was the first cliffhanger Raw ending I've gotten in so long where like I can't wait to see what happens next week now like I'm actually mm. now it's it's like yo that it was it, it was a it was a great story being told by two vets and, mm. and this is so believable it's like it felt like kayfabe wasn't dead for a quick second like I, I love the ending like one of the best endings executed endings I've seen it in a long time and it, it's a hard pill to swallow to say that, damn, that role was actually pretty damn good. I, I, I said it on the last episode. I said it on 61. I'm going to say it again. Monday Night Raw, whether people want to realize it or not, has been a really good show for the last couple of months. It's been building to where it's been right now. This has been, it has I will say, this show. week. It has, like, it, like, the first, it'll start off rough, then the middle hour is like, eh. I always think it has pretty solid starts to it. It just it has, has bad, the bad part is, is just Rusev and Lana. It's Rusev, Lana, and Lashley. That's the only bad part. It, it, and they it, kept that to two minutes on this episode. That's why it was the best, the best episode of Raw in a long time. I'd say this is the best ending to Raw since uh, Becky Lynch's bloody nose against Ronda Rousey. Yeah, that was two years ago now. That was 2018. Yeah, it's been almost two years since we had a very quality, like like JJ said, quality cliffhanger type of uh, raw closing segment. But what do you really, what do you guys think about the potential matchup between rated RKO and versus Randy Orton? I think it has a lot of freedom potential because of how it looked. Edge was able to take bumps and hits during the Rumble. That was the first thing I was paying attention to was how active is he going to be in the ring? Right. How much bumps is he taking? How much hits he's taking? He is going through this full throttle. Like, he is going until he can't go. Mm -hmm. So he's not 
fighting like how to like how to Miz would wrestle. Like he ain't yeah. he ain't taking safe bumps, safe hits, and all these safe actions. He is going at it. Like he he yo he took knee triggers to the face. He was taking all sorts of bumps. He really was. Edge though. was back in the ring. Like he was in it. Like he ain't gonna be able to absorb it as much as he did back then. He'll probably need a couple weeks off as soon as he's done. Mm-hmm. But he looks like when he gets in that ring, he is going all the way. So that's what I'm really looking forward if they have this match at Mania, if Orton can stay healthy because he's had an injury bug over the past like year and a half. If he gets through that, I think this has a potential to be a really, really good show stealing match. Um, the road, the, it, this is what a hell of a way to kick off the road to WrestleMania. I mean, mm-hmm. if we, like two years ago, we had, we, we knew, semi knew where the road was leading to. But if, if we're starting off like this and we stay on the same path, we could have a great, great long ass show, but it'll. I think it'll, the the road so far is is going. To, is, is looking. It has high hopes. It's looking good. I would say this is the best uh, start to the road to WrestleMania. Yes, in years. In like a decade. To, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give it up for the MVP of Monday Night Raw this week, Randall Keith Orton. Because my <laughs> God, if it if it's been years since we had that good of a closing segment. It's been decades since we saw Randy Orton that good. The the facial expressions, the vo- the body language, like the promo. People didn't even peep what he said in the promo. You know, you know. In the past, I used to have a very self destructive uh, personality. In the beginning, all the fans, all the fans say, "Ooh, I, I'm not like that anymore." <laughs> as soon as he is like, "Oh shit." And if anybody would have been able to sit here and say they could have predicted what we, what he would have done, you're lying. Mm-hmm. Because the way he just he he dragged it and then he flipped it, yeah. then he dragged it again. Then he acted like, conflicted without even saying a word. You got that he was conflicted. Should he be doing it to his friend? I kind of got the point that his whole body language and his uh, just. Just the way he did his acting in that scene, he wasn't too sure if he wanted to do he that to right, yeah. But he felt like this this Had is his no nature. Choice, yeah. This is what he's supposed to do. And he doesn't want to see his friend suffer. He wants to end it for him right now. He's already, <laughs> he, he already took it there. He might as well finish he it. He might as well finish the job. Like, you started now. Let's go. So besides Orton, who is the number one person, before we take it to the spotlight in the True Heels, who's the number one person you guys want to see go one-on-one with Edge? On the WWE roster. Well, he messed up someone else, but you know. Who? AJ. <laughs> Honestly, was, I thought that was what we were gonna lead to with their whole face off in the they, rumble. Right, and because that was who, as soon as he got in, that was that was who he was face fan. I was like, ooh, that'd be a great match. Well, and they're friends in real and, life and, too. Right. Um, I like that one. Who else did he have a standoff with in the ring? Um, Roman. He had a Roman. Uh, I mean, spear a, versus spear. Spear versus. <laughs> if you ain't still, who gonna do the best spear? Let's have a spear match. <laughs> but this, um, that one was a good, good one, like a teaser. Uh, um, Just number Drew, one person. Drew and damn Edge shoot. I think that would have been great. I think that'd be great too. I mean, not for nothing. Um, hell, just to see him back in action. I think all those guys. I think he could do go take great bumps with Seth Rollins. Hell. That's another good one. That's another good one. I think would be great too. What so. about you, JJ? Who's the number one? Uh, number one for me would be a, would be uh, Drew McIntyre. Like I mean, I I, I will lead into why in, in a little while, but 
I am just so happy with how the Royal Rumble turned out. Oh my god! Yes. Like I'm so happy how well, it, because this leads exactly. Like, I've been eyeballing Drew McIntyre for the better part. Well, of we're gonna it. talk about right. So, so, so that's why he's like. He would be my my top choice, but right after that would be Seth Rollins at a number two. Okay. I want to say someone that he didn't interact with in the Royal Rumble, because to me, I want to first say his prom- Edge's promo on on Monday Night Raw was, was the very best babyface promo Edge has ever done in his career. Wow! I just want to say that because mm-hmm. Edge to me was best as a heel. He is. So he is. seeing Edge as a heel down the line is something that I really want to see again. And if I'm going to see Edge as a heel, there's only one person I want to see him verse that he's never versed before, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan versus Edge would be excellent. Because Daniel Bryan, like we'll talk about when we talk about the Royal Rumble, drags drags chicken shit up of pieces of shit that can't have a good match with anybody. I'm just saying. I love his character. I love the guy's character that he dragged a good match out of. But his, his matches? Shit. Shit. So let's get into our next bit of top news, and we're gonna be talking about Andrade's suspension. His suspension from Monday Night Raw and the WWE. It was announced on late Monday evening uh, via Ryan Satin and the Pro Wrestling of Pro Wrestling Sheet and WWE backstage that WWE United States Champion Andrade had been suspended for violating the WWE wellness policy. Mm. WWE would then later confirm on Tuesday. So what were your guys... uh, uh, Well, the announcement uh, followed Andrade successfully defending the U.S. title versus Humberto Grillo on the Royal Rumble 2020 kickoff show. Uh, Then again on Monday Night Raw. Why again on Monday Night Raw? I don't know. Uh, it was it was reported by Wrestling Observer that Andrade did not lose the United States Championship due to Raw Creative Director Paul Heyman going to bat for him and insisting it was too early for him to lose the title, too early in Humberto's uh, push to mm-hmm. get to give him the title, and that uh, Heyman views Andrade as one of the future stars to build around. So, what was your guys' thoughts on the suspension of Andrade and how the WWE handled? they didn't handle it any other way like they wouldn't handle something else i mean well they did because usually I mean, usually a guy that's champion like gets suspended he loses they his write title. him off they write the title off of him mm-hmm. this is i mean every single time you mm-hmm. can't there's never been a time where a guy got suspended and you get to keep his title ever good thing your girlfriend charlotte flair <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> boom you know <laughs> Checkmate. Um, checkmate, bitches. Uh, helps to have good people in high places. Because if you didn't have Charlotte and um, and uh, uh, Paul, he probably would have been out of it. Uh, but I mean, hopefully, this will be a learning experience and a lesson learned, where he won't do the shit again. Maybe um, just do better. That's all. I mean, I just find it unfortunate when, you know, people get, like, Andrade has had some of them. He had a great What's second what? half of, he had a great second half of 2019. Like, he, he did. He has he been one of the few that come that came from NXT to actually almost equal his run in NXT as he's doing in WWE right now. Yeah. His closeout of 2019 with these matches has been incredible. So he's been on a great run. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's like sometimes like when you get on this run, people try to look out for you. People try to do a little bit more. People try to fuel you up more for your for your big pushes. But you might not be aware of what's entering your body. 
and, and, and that happens a lot, like especially when, when athletes and agents all of a sudden start taking care of your diets and everything, they'll start giving you something and don't check and see if it's banned. They don't check to see if it's on the substance abuse policy list and then they'll get caught. I think this was an honest mistake. I don't think that this was something that he has done before. He's never been suspended. He's never failed his test before. He has no history of this. So I am not ruling out that this was something that he honestly put in his body that was a banned substance that was a mistake. Question. I mean, most of the time it is a mistake. That's, uh, what, yeah, that's yeah. what they all say. Yeah, I, I, but I just think differently about him because he, he's busted his ass for the better part of four years. To, to, to be where he's at with this brand and it's he for, for, for people that's not you know certain certain tone you gotta work a little bit harder to get the pushes that he has been getting so he has earned his shit and I don't think he's gonna mess it up by putting the wrong pill in his body or you use that pill to get that push anyway go ahead I'm just saying, I'm, I, maybe I'm the devil's advocate here, but I'm just saying, his push only started a couple of months ago, he started looking bigger a couple of months ago, and he wins the U.S. title. I'm, I'm not on board, at all. I'm not on board. I'm not, I'm not, I'm on, not on board. I'm not going to say he did it, but uh, the, 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 all I can say is that the, the reality of the situation does not look good for him. Anything, anything to add? Anything to add? I mean, not really. I just, I just want to know if, like, if it, is it just pills? Can I get high and smoke? Like, <laughs> no, you can't do that. Can't yeah, do you that. can't smoke. Maybe? That's on, that's on this substance. That's a part of the substance. Well, except if your name's Matt Riddle. Anyway, um, I mean, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I mean, bro, bro, bro. Like, if y'all the bros who ate some more. Oh my god. Do you and agree? he just look hot all day. Absolutely, every day. he does. Every single time. Do you agree with uh, Heyman and his view of uh, Andrade as a future star to build around? He can, yes. Absolutely. Yeah? A- absolutely. What about you, JJ? Mm. I guess not. So long. Mm. <laughs> what can, can, can you just said about him? Like, can, what, I mean, alright. Can, can, can you answer the... Can you ask the question, like... Is this a trick way of asking this? No. no. I said, do you agree with Paul Heyman in his view of Andrade as a future star? I mean, yes, 100%. But I just don't want it to sound politically correct. Andrade's damn good. He's really freaking good. He is. And, and I just want to take it and believe it that this was a mistake. And that I don't think that they, they took the title off him because they see a strong future for him. He could be their best mid-card person in the entire company. Mm. Now, you know, obviously sometimes they, they kind of shoot their shot a little too quick and put them in a title picture and they become a failure. Right. I lost Shinsuke Nakamura. So, yeah, 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 wow. right, yeah, RIP yeah. to his... The whole outfit, everything his, going Yeah, right, so. yeah. So we'll, we'll digress from that. But I just think that they, they got the slow burn with Andrade. He's carrying the mid-card division, which has been phenomenal. So, yeah, I do think that... I agree with Heyman with the potential. and, and I, I agree with all three guys that Heyman views as the future stars to build around. That's Andrade, Ali Black, and Drew McIntyre. So, yeah, I, I agree. Andrade is a future star. Regardless of if I think he took, uh, took something bad or didn't, I cannot deny the man's talent. He deserves to be a future star. I'm, I'm going to figure out I'm gonna figure out this connection at some point as to why you got this hate on Andrade. 
I'm gonna figure this connection out. I don't have no hate on anybody. I don't have no hate on anybody. I am simply the devil's advocate here. There's a reason why I'm the advocate. I just said it's a little suspicious. Let's hear from the spotlight and the truth. There's stuff we can't do tonight. You guys did. I can run through everything. Three count on something like that. Let's see what else you got. Let's oh, <laughs> so the spotlight in the truth. So my man Chris says, Charlotte got more clout than Hawkins and Ryder combined at this point, and those motherfuckers in a decade. <laughs> Done. <laughs> but why Hawkins and Ryder, though? Like, why you got to pick on them for, yo? I mean, oh, damn. Uh, let's see. And then and, and Andrade's the man peril, leave the yayo alone. <laughs> like, uh, I, I know that came from Chris as of well. Of course, of course, of course. And what? Uh, any other comments from anybody else? Uh, Michael uh, Campbell says, uh, "What does this mean for Zelina Vega? You Hope she's not on, off the TV." I mean, yeah, it means she's gonna be off TV for a month. Sorry, Jason, you gotta miss Zelina. She can have a couple singles matches. Just, just lose. She won't. Just follow her on Twitter. You'll be fine. And but then, she'll be there with Alistair Black. We'll, we'll, and then, and then, of course, really, Chris, like, come on, man. He probably just popped the blue chew for the queen one night, and Vince said, "We can't approve of that shit." <laughs> <laughs> blue chew is sponsored by AEW. Get the fuck out of here oh with my that. <laughs> Week. We gotta talk about week 18 of the Wednesday Night Wars. We talk about it every week on Thursday because Thursdays the ratings come out. It was weekend 18 of the Wednesday Night Wars. AEW Dynamite featured the main event of the Inner Circle. The Le Champion, Chris Jericho, and... Champion! The Champion! And Santana and Ortiz versus Darby Allin and Private Party. As the main event, that drew 828,000 viewers with a .34 in the 18-49 to 49 demo, third place overall in 18-49. And WWE NXT, which featured the, the finals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic with Grizzle Young Veterans versus uh, the Broserweights, it drew 712,000 yeah, viewers I- with .22 in the 18-49, finishing 37. What was your what was your thoughts on both shows last night? I could have sworn both shows like a tie. Huh? I thought both shows were like neck and neck. I could have honestly, just, honestly, quality wise, most weeks NXT and AEW are, are neck are, and neck. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're both like, good to great. I, I, I mean, I don't see the numbers in this, but okay, maybe it's, it got to be a DVR or something. I don't know. No, someone no. is not watching that's one who, show. That's the people that watch the show. What what concerns me? In a sense, is I think without a shadow of a doubt, and this is not even to be like Frank, NXT shows way better this week. It, it, this week, it's just, I'm just just my opinion. I'm not. It's just my opinion. That's just what I feel. Is that I got a better feeling out of the rivalries that closed out in NXT, and that main event with the Bros Away versus the Grizzle Young Vets was fucking amazing. So I, I it's something that's not ripping the fans to watch NXT and there is already a major AEW loyal faithful watcher they're a faithful AEW viewer which I love which is gonna which is the stuff that I'm loving the fact that AEW is putting this threat in them but it it, it feels like there's this disconnect that's not drawing people to watch NXT like AEW at 828 is great, but again, like how I mentioned maybe a month ago with seeing 717,000, like that's that's not a lot for the USA Network. That's a, like that's not even a million views and then you watch Monday Night Raw yeah. and they get more they get north of 2 million plus. 
So where's the other two million WWE faithful All that right. watches wrestling? So, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer your question and I'm gonna answer the second question I got here. <laughs> what do you believe is the issue with NXT and why it does not do get draw more viewers? Go ahead. NXT has no fucking stars. I said has no fucking stars. Every fucking promo angle set up for a feud is the fucking same. It's all fucking stale. Every fucking feud in NXT, if it doesn't have to do with a goddamn title, it starts off like this. Wrestler A attacks Wrestler B. They have a match on NXT the following week. The following week, they have some dumbass angle where they interview in each other's matches. The following week, they have the blow-off match. Or they wait a couple of weeks and do the blow-off match at TakeOver. Rinse, watch, and repeat for the last fucking four months. They have no stars. The only stars that can draw for them are Adam Cole because he was actually Baby! pushed on the main roster. But guys like Matt Riddle that can draw casual fans, guys like Keith Lee who can draw casual fans, they're not used properly. Keith Lee didn't win a title until last fucking week. Matt Riddle showed up in the Royal Rumble and lasted 40 fucking seconds. Like, like, the people want to live in this delusional land where NXT, yes, week in, week out, NXT's in-ring action is is bar none. They have the best in-ring action of any weekly TV show in wrestling. But NXT does not have a good pro wrestling show. It doesn't have good promos. It doesn't have good angles. It just has good matches. It's NXT TakeOver every fucking week on in USA. And uh, honestly, that doesn't draw viewers. It's been proven for the last 18 weeks. And I'm saying it to all you wrestling fans. I mean, and not for nothing. I think, really I, I think. No, because I'm seeing people acting like they don't, don't know. No, no, no. This is all facts. No, no, no. I know. NXT has no stars. I know. And they don't have creative. They don't have creative promos. They don't have creative angles. And they definitely have stale ass setups for all their mid card. No, I know. S- and I know when SP is mad, and I know when he's like trying to relay a message. And I think this is him trying to relay a message. Okay. Because in a sense is that he's right. Like and, and I don't like and I hate agreeing with him this many times in the show. <laughs> but he's right that NXT puts on a great product but with no 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 there's no end game to it because there's no big dog. There's no top dog in the mm. company. Like Adam Cole is the NXT champion, but is he the superstar of the franchise? No, absolutely no. not. So like they haven't done like, like at, NXT has done an admirable job. Like they have done an admirable job. Yeah. Like they've done great. But this is why they brought Finn Balor. This is why they brought these guys. But right, so they're not hitting they're not hitting the mark with nailing one superstar go-to endgame storyline. Right. There's no endgame. There's no, literally right. just a vicious cycle that keeps going. It puts out a good product. Right, right, but right. But where right. is it leading to? You, that, like, that, makes sense. That, that does make sense because soon as they went, soon as they started the show on the network going weekly, okay, great. Then you bring Finn Balor back. Okay, you bring him back to do what? Have matches to push other guys but still win? I'm like... I'm I'm very confused. Like, you're not even using his star power to build someone up, right? Like, you 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 have the matches. He, he he's healed. He goes and he attacks these guys. He beats them up, but he still wins. Like okay, but what was the whole purpose? He could have done that on Raw SmackDown if that was the case. And even if that, I don't even, I don't even know. But I think that to bring him, a, you you got you 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 have a point when you say they're not doing. 
did you want do this to wait for Champa or Gargano to come back? I don't I don't know what they're doing to have these stars and then you just leave them like right there. Vin Bella should not be called the prince. He should be called the perpetrator. Because that ain't Prince DeVette. That's that's fucking Raw and SmackDown Finn Balor posing as Prince DeVette. And and, and and leading again, it's literally it's like it's no one is taking and this is it, all right, so NXT is putting on a good product, but it, it sometimes it's like you gotta kinda look at the talent even too. Like there's no talent that's taking it over. There's no one that's taking no over sh- the brand. No yeah, yeah. and Keith stop. Lee seemed like he was on that yeah, track. Yeah, and now they just like kind of like and then they gave him a yeah, they like they like hold up, hold up, let's do the North American title. They gave him the North American title literally the week prior mm-hmm. on, on, on their take. Was it their takeover? No, it was their it was their regular show. Oh, the regular yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, Two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago he won the NXT title from Roderick Strong. Yes, great. And then two weeks later in the Royal Rumble, he gets eliminated in three minutes. Yep. So it's like you're not matching the pushes with what we're trying to, to envision as fans. You know how you, okay, I got, a, I got one for you. You know how you drive on the highway, right? Which is a great point, which is from, from a comment that's going to be on here. A great, great uh, add on top. Yeah, you continue and then we'll go to the car. Yeah. So imagine, you know how you're on the highway, you're driving, you're doing a cool, like, 85, 90. And the waves tell you... um. Police straight, a police ahead or whatever. And yeah. You start to slow down, yeah. real fast. You don't want to, you don't want them to catch you. That's what they did with Keith Lee. Yep. He was moving. He was getting, he was getting a whole bunch of memento. He was doing, he was, he was a star regardless. But it was like, okay, hey, this, this, this guy. Let's give him this a little. Let's give him a push. And then it just went and just stopped. It was like, it was like, nah, we didn't mean to give you a push. We mean to give you a nudge. Right, that right, right. Let's go. Like, let's go. 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 Like and that's and that's another thing people don't want to admit about NXT that slowly but surely stuff that happens on Raw and SmackDown is happening on NXT. We yeah. get a lot of distracting finishes now. We get a lot of big matches on TV when it, it should, should be, be safe for takeover. Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai. I'm talking to you. Like how the fuck did the biggest moment of war games that you that you yeah, seem to yeah. be building a new heel female around Dakota Kai? And Tegan Knox just shows up in a battle royal one. Yeah. Like, I was just blown. I was mind-fucking-blown by that. And there's going to be a question that I have. And anybody on the True Hills or the Spotlight can respond to this. And this is going to relate to all of our points right here. Name a WrestleMania takeover-worthy main event at this point with the stories taken on right now. I can. But, like, is it is it sellable for yeah. us that it can carry yeah. us through that weekend? Yeah. Because Ciampa beats Cole at TakeOver Portland and Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa again, at the WrestleMania. Like again? The, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. That's the one you build around. But now we got to wrap our heads again on this. They did this for almost two years. Hey. They didn't get to have their blow off. They finally uh, got their blow off. Uh, I, 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 I guarantee, help me out, y'all. I like, guarantee. 
continue if the main event of TakeOver in WrestleMania will either be Ciampa versus Gargano or something with Balor like, like, in it with those two. Did, did you say that this, this was the first time that NXT lost for the weekend? What do you mean? I'd say Worlds Collide was better than the Royal Rumble. Think so? Yes. Even with the two Royals. I mean, but I mean, we're, we're wrestling. The women's, the women's, the women's Royal Rumble was not as good as the men's. It was not absolutely not. It was not. The men's were totally better. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, well, we're not gonna go into it because I know we're gonna have we have a segment for that. Yeah. But I. I, Yeah, we'll talk about Naomi standing on the table for half an hour. That get what we yeah what what. Let's hear the spotlight. You know, you know, you know, I'm ready. You know, you know, I'm ready. You know, you know, I'm ready. Let's hear from the spotlight in the truth. All right, so a little bit of Kobe love, um, and then also from this is a question. I'll let you handle this one, SP. Then what about the rumors about Charlotte going after the NXT title? This is another example of Vince McMahon throwing superstars from the main roster on the NXT to draw ratings. But this one is much better to me than Finn Balor. Charlotte Flair is a draw. She draws viewers on Monday Night no, Raw. Char- She's drawing viewers on WWE SmackDown. Finn Balor never did that on Raw or SmackDown. So I feel That's like... Not, whose fault is that, though? It's his. Really? He yeah. got complacent, honestly. I said that, I said this on an episode you, before. Finn Balor, Finn Balor became hard. complacent. Every single match he had on the main roster, every single match was the fucking same. He has, and he has five moves. He has less moves than Roman Reigns. No matter how much people want to talk shit about Roman Reigns, so Finn you, Balor you, had less you, moves on the roster. She's not defending Finn's wrestling style. She's she defending Finn Balor's abs. I know, I know. She's not defending his in ring at all. For all that you shit on him, Matt Riddle is a better promo than Finn Balor. Finn Balor doesn't get a reaction for his promos unless he says something insider. Like, oh, you didn't make it to TakeOver because you get injured. Ha, ha, ha. I'm the prince. Ha, ha, ha. I'm the Biden. I'm the Biden. That's my Irish accent. So, so, Jason Michael Campbell with back-to-back comments that says, Pete Dunn is awesome and Matt Riddle sucks. They should have not won the Dusty Classic. Jason, two words for you on that. Shut up. Um... Well, we I'll tell you, I'll, I'll going like, away... Once they put them together, I'm sorry to cut you off. Once they put them together, you already knew that they were going to win. Like That was a shoo-in. Of course, the I mean, Yeah, I mean, it's obvious. Joint manipulation. It's obvious. It's obvious. So, so following that up, which is, I'll tell you, going away from the big, bigger picture, guys, really sucks for the WWE. The smaller guys are just not working. So it's seeing that the WWE is moving away from the bigger wrestlers, and the smaller guys are just not getting the job done. Um, that's, that's a very false. old school mentality. Who said that? Jason again. Okay. That's a very old school mentality, but I, I do see the mix of needing to have the bigger guy as a big star. Why does but, the big guy have to be a big star? But that's that's just been a wrestling model forever. For years. Right. It's but, just been the wrestling model forever. Like until it gets changed. Yeah. Like we had our moments where we had the Shawn Michaels, the Bret Hart's, and then we had we had the smaller guys running it for a very short time. But there's always been like the big marquee guy that's always ran. And that was hammering his point down with the NXT thing is that there's not a single person that is even on. No big guy. He's not even on a cusp of becoming that in NXT. There's no one even there. So do you you know? Do you think that there is someone there that can do it? At the moment, Keith Lee. Yeah. It would be Keith Lee, but they have to. He has to get the slow burn. He has to go through the adversity part. He has to go through the part where he gets screwed over. Like he had. There's something bad. He needs to go through bad adversity. 
in order for us to to, to appreciate the climb to the top. On the men's side, I feel like there's only two guys that can draw casual viewers. Matt Riddle and Keith Lee. Mm. Keith Lee because he's a big dude who can do amazing things. And Matt Riddle because he has one of the most affectious personalities and charisma (laughs) that I've ever seen. Just him in the tag team with Pete Dunne, where he's telling, he's like, when we win the, the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic, you're going to see Pete is the life of the party. And then yeah. Pete with his face. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll let, I'll, let, I'll let Chrissy handle this one. It's, I, and this is coming from Chris. So he says, and this is regarding how we, the, the treatment of why NXT hasn't been able to develop a bigger star. He says, I think they're still being treated as a stepping stone to Raw or SmackDown, which is why there's less emphasis on creating stars and just showcasing their in-ring abilities until they get to the main roster where they can develop an actual persona. Hmm. Makes sense. That's actually very well said, Chris. So, yeah, I mean, usually, you know, I'm pretty sure there wasn't like a chancleta or a corona joke in there somewhere, but you know, (laughs) that that was very straight. I I will say the other other parts that is uh, preventing NXT from overcoming AEW is that WWE spent years, years upon years, telling us that NXT is the developmental brand. Yes. That it's the little brother to Raw and SmackDown, so it will take forever. It will take years for them to get that stigma away. It's going to take a long time, but I I, I think they're getting the talent in order to do it. They just need, all right, one, the call up needs to stop. Like, there needs to not be call-ups anymore. Or there needs to either just be straight trades, or there needs to just stop with the call-ups because they can't keep losing talent. That's how they don't get to build that big superstar. They don't get Finn Balor's or Kevin Owens or people like Shinsuke Nakamura's. I don't want that. They, but, but I'm they sorry. But I'm all for the wrestlers making money. These niggas on NXT don't make no fucking but, but, money. But then, but then it kind of, but then in a sense, <laughs> then, so, so then it contradicts what you're aiming for is the big oh, star I, on NXT. No, I'm not aiming for the big star on NXT. But that, honestly, but I just want these guys to make money, but, and I want them to become stars on the main roster. But you, but you have this gripe about them not being able to develop or make a big star. You can't make a big star when they keep calling them up to the roster. You can't make a big star when you when you put together crap promos and crap angles. So that's the bigger problem. It has nothing to do with the stars, honestly. I feel like the bigger problem is they have a stale outline for every feud in NXT. And when do that chance get to come for them on that brand without an extended time to let it play out? Well, you had an extended time for Ciampa and Gargano. You guys don't want to even see the main event thing well, over. We, but it's but not that we don't. Well, we've seen it like six times already. No, it's only been three matches. Why do we need a fourth one? Because they never got it at WrestleMania last year. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, I mean, I'm not even reading them. All right, so let's get into the WWE news. Uh, Charlotte Flair, like was said before, uh, she won the 2020 Women's Royal Rumble and now reportedly will challenge Rhea Ripley for the NXT Championship at WrestleMania. Not even as, like, it was, yeah, it was. Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports the Men's Royal Rumble was produced by Shane McMahon, Jamie Noble, Chris Shane Parks. Shane McMahon? Yes, Chris Parks, a.k.a. No. The Abyss, and Lance Storm, with Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar having input on the Brock portion of the match, as well as Vince McMahon producing the final sequence where Drew McIntyre defeated Roman Reigns to win the Royal Rumble. 
The Woman's Royal Rumble was produced by Michael Hayes, Tyson, Tyson Kidd, Adam Pierce, and Mickey James, with Triple H helping with the flow of the match. Uh, wait, 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 who did what now? It was the woman's approval. Oh, triplet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> original. I thought I heard something. Else. I was like, wait, what? Original. Did that hit a trigger? Almost. Go ahead. Original plans for the rumble had Roman Reigns and Shayna Baszler winning the respective rumbles. What I said on True Hill Heat sixty one until a change was made earlier last week. Soon as they saw True Hill Heat sixty one. <laughs> And unfortunately, these were both of my picks. <laughs> this is both of my picks, too. I was no, right on every match. Well, no, I picked Ronda. I was right on every match. I was right on the matches, but the rumbles, I got both wrong. All the matches, we got right. Yes, absolutely. Every match, we got right. Um. Uh, go ahead. I was going to let you go. Go ahead. No, no, no. Okay. AJ Styles. Did something hit your trigger on the women's rumble match? Yes, but... I can tell. You can tell, right? Uh, AJ Styles was injured in the Royal Rumble match after taking a bump off of Edge's spear. He will reportedly be out for four to six weeks, but should be back for WrestleMania. Wait, excuse me. Our Lord and Savior, USC Hall of Famer, and the baddest woman on the planet, Ronda Rousey, will not be competing at WrestleMania this year. Wrestling Observer reports that oh. WWE wanted to do Ronda versus Charlotte, uh, which... <laughs> Which was which was the original plan for last year before Becky got over big. Current plans for Mania have Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler for the Raw Women's Championship, Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship, Charlotte Flair versus uh, I mean yeah Charlotte versus uh, Rhea Ripley for the NXT title, Edge versus Randy Orton, and the already announced Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. I'll let Job Guy JJ read the next news. <laughs> So, um, I have no idea who the WOL is. Wrestling Observer le- Newsletter. But, yeah. but what I got out of this is that they're in reports with the WWE that the Phenom is going to come up under that Tampa water and make an appearance at WrestleMania 36. Three WrestleManias after he promised to retire. Three years after he left the hat and the coat in the ring. Three years after we wasted our breath chanting his name for ten years. Niggas cry! Niggas fucking cry! years after we booed Roman Reigns vigorously for 15 minutes to leave the ring. Can we continue on? Can we just go on? Can we go on? Three years later, the CSP3 irritated again. Well, you need, I mean, didn't he have to take a fight in, like, Super Saudi money 15? Yes! Didn't he fight in Super Saudi? Yes! It's all been trash for three years! For three (laughs) fucking years! Every single time this man steps in a goddamn ring, I want to fucking poke my eyes out! (laughs) God. um, uh, But speaking of my good friend, Matthew Riddle. Uh, NXT's Matthew Riddle and WWE Champion Brock Lesnar had a confrontation backstage at the Royal Rumble, where Brock told him to st- to quit tagging him on social media for a match, as he will never, ever work with him. Damn. PW Insider reports that NXT trainers mentioned to not do this in media class a few days later, which got a huge laugh from the roster. <laughs> nice job, Riddle. Uh, both Nikki and Brie Bella uh, tell People's Magazine that they are currently both pregnant two weeks apart. Congratulations to them both. 
And in the biggest news from WWE of the day, Joe Barrios and Michelle Wilson, the co-presidents of WWE, are out as co-presidents. They completely, out of nowhere, dropped out and quit their jobs as co-presidents of WWE. Immediately following this announcement, the WWE stock price dropped almost $10 in two minutes. So how much does it cost now? It went from $66 at the beginning of the day. It is now at $48 right WWE now. Stock? The WWE stock price went down to $48. Mm-hmm. It went down by 20% in an hour following this announcement. Because it, the president's left. Yes, because the president's left. Okay. And I am panicking with all my shares. I know. I hope it goes up. All right. Uh, AEW News. The artist formerly known as Luke Harper, a.k.a. now Brody Lee, again is reportedly uh, rumored to debut with AEW on the March 18th episode of AEW Dynamite from Rochester, New York, which is his hometown. John Moxley versus Chris Jericho for the AEW world title is now official for AEW Revolution on February 29th. Talks between AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling's Lance Archer are said to be serious and close to being finalized. And AEW Dynamite in Newark, Wait, New Jersey. Where shoe come from? I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I'm not gonna ask. <laughs> AEW Dynamite in Newark, New Jersey sells uh, 10,000 tickets in its first day of ticket sales and close to a sellout already. New Japan Pro Wrestling News. New Japan currently in talks with Viceland, your favorite, for a US TV deal. So not only would Viceland have Dark Side of the Ring, the wrestlers, Yo, it would have New Japan. Yo, please tag me. It's coming me. back. It's coming please back to see Please tag me when it comes back on. I am waiting for my show to come back. They're going to talk about you know Raw for all, and they're going to talk about, of course, if you know me, Chris Benoit. Great. Oh, God. You know, if you know me, I know the good documentary. Darren Hernandez had me like this. ROH is the villain uh, Marty Scrawl appeared yeah. at New Japan Pro Wrestling New Beginning USA show in Durham, North Carolina to challenge the Switchblade Jay White for <laughs> ROH Supercard of Honor WrestleMania weekend. Ticket sales for the New Japan New Beginning USA tour have not been well at all. Durham drew about uh, 800. The following night drew about 536 uh, people. You know Durham is not that big, right? It's not big at all. It's not big at all. So unfortunately... They chose the wrong places. Durham is a great place now. But if you're trying to draw a crowd, you got to go to Raleigh. Yeah, I agree. Or Charlotte. Or Charlotte. Or Charlotte. Even, I mean, yeah, because Greensboro and Durham are almost the same. Yeah. yeah. So, because they look like 10, 15 minutes apart. Okay. So, yeah, you have to go to Raleigh or Charlotte, unfortunately. Sorry, guys. She should be on the New Japan uh, staffing list, I guess. Uh, Wrestling Observer reports that AEW's Cody Rhodes was offered a similar deal with Ring of Honor to Marty Scrawl in that it offered him to be a part of the booking team prior to him signing with AEW. Alex Shelley, after his performance in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, will return to ROH for ROH Bound by Honor to face Ray Horace. NWA News. NWA Power... One of the best episodes of NWA Power in a while this week. Uh, they announced that the national treasure Nick Aldis will defend the NWA World Heavyweight Championship against the villain Marty Scrawl at the 2020 Crockett Cup in April. In a great sit-down interview segment, both men agreed if Marty loses, he will have to pay every fan for their ticket to the event. He gets to refund every fan with their ticket. This is going off of the big contract that Marty signed with ROH. I love how they're using reality in the kayfabe. It's excellent. 
Dave Lagana announces that there is a lucky seven rule with the NWA World's Television title, where if a champion defends the title seven times successfully, he will then be in line for a shot at the 10 pounds of gold. Sean Mooney, the old WWE oh. uh, WWF announcer, has returned to professional Sean wrestling, wow. and he has signed with with NWA, wow. and he was on NWA Power How this past look? week. He looks like he hasn't aged that well. Really? He hasn't aged that. Uh, he hasn't aged at all. He just has a couple of more wrinkles, but he looks pretty much the same. Other wrestling news, X Division champion Ace Austin will challenge Tessa Blanchard for the Impact World title at Impact Sacrifice next month. MLW discusses adding trios titles for the company. And DDT, the parent company for DDT Cyber Agent, has purchased Pro Wrestling Noah. In the latest big move in Japanese professional wrestling, rumors are saying that Cyber uh, Cyber Agent may potentially work with WWE for their NXT Japan expansion. So that's all the news from all the big promotion as well as other promotions around the world. So we got to get into what we missed before we do that. Anything from the spotlight in the True Hills, top guy? Well, Chris instantly said something I was going to echo off of. He says the lucky seven rule is genius, makes every title match feel important, especially for the one defending it. Because you got a number to reach before you get that step up to get a chance at the real belt. So that that that's a really really cool thing because now your title defenses matter. Yeah. So that's actually cool. And then and then of course the lucky seven rule for the NWA World's Television Title. Oh. And, and and then of course, um, according according to Brad Shepard from Chris, oh, of course, that the Undertaker is slated to battle osteoporosis in a last minute standing match. That that sounds legit. I agree. I agree. I agree 100%, Chris. I'll let you handle that one, Chrissy. Great analysis. Wow. (laughs) I I am. Wow, Sean Mooney is 60 years old. And he has an age uh, a bit. He he looks the same. He looks the same. Yeah, you you can't say that's the same. So can't in the The Undertaker and Osteoporosis. Yeah, just was watching that same The Undertaker and Osteoporosis leads to Chrissy Love looking up. Was gonna be your home girl, but whatever. So I got a question from my man, from my man Tyreek from the True Hills. What do he say? Is he there? I got a question for yeah, him. Is if he he's working? even watching, or he knows somebody that's watching it for him. And Randall Orton is uh, thirty-nine. Um, I looked it up. Yeah, just wanted to see him against Edge. You know, Edge. Are we one. on? Yeah, we are. Oh hell! Did it stop again? Are we on? Oh boy. Yeah, we are. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you you didn't realize that that's on tape delay? Come on. Get listen, together. listen, listen. <laughs> listen, I had to make sure this shit, man. I had to make sure we had to get up again. But my, my, my question was just, um... How did you it lost feel? it? How did it feel? For the glow? I felt great. But I feel like it was stale because she didn't do anything. She just stood on the table. She stood on the table for like... And then some of her, I felt like she, I, her pop was great, but I felt like her in the ring, she was a little rusty. But the she, real question I had was for Jake. <laughs> okay. How did you feel, and for the rest oh. of y'all, how do we feel about uh, Miss Santina Morella getting a we spot in the Royal Rumble? We didn't over, like, we over, the bo- over the boss. You're asking multiple questions. I want, about I want to hear Chrissy's there. We haven't even got to the Royal Rumble yet. You, know, like you, really, you really want to hear? I was, oh, I'm, I'm, I was, I'm fuming right now. See, now I'm fuming. Go ahead. Continue, boss, please. Anywho, uh, NWA Hard Times was the first pay-per-view that we missed. 
Ricky Starks uh, defeated Matt Cross, Tim We're Storm, Trevor, and Trevor Murdoch to become the new NWA World's Television Champion. And he already has one title defense, so he has six more to go. And Nick Aldis defeated Flip Gordon to defend the NWA World Heavyweight Championship and gets to choose the turns between him and Marty Scrawl. That was a stipulation made before the match. James Storm and Eli Drake, they had one of the best, best promos of the night. Defeat uh, Rock and Roll Express and the Wildcards to Yo, become the new. Yeah, we got that wrong. So yeah, I got, we got that wrong. I seen that. I was like, nah. We got that wrong. I should have called it. It, it made more sense. Uh, they'll become the new NWA. They, they, oh, they can't go over no And way. Eli Drake and James Storm were the biggest stars in the match, so it only made sense. They're the new NWA World's Tag Team Champions. Thunder Rosa continues her winning streak. Her undefeated streak. I missed all them fantasy points from James Storm. And he beat uh, <laughs> Allison Kaye to become the new NWA World's Woman Champion. Me and Chrissy got that right. Of course, I've got JJ got it wrong. And that was the match of the night. Thunder Rosa versus Allison Kaye. The women have one match on the show, and that one match steals the show. From the from 11 different matches on this entire card, the women had the best match on the show, and the MVP was my girl. Thunder Rosa. Rosa. If you aren't a subscriber to our YouTube channel, check out my interview oh, with Thunder Rosa from last year. Can I, can I read this? Go ahead. Uh, can I stand like them too? What? You want to stand like Imperium? Oh my god, I loved it. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. <laughs> and then the light just, just flicker off of them. It's like, it's like Christmas. <laughs> I, I, I won't stand because I'll, 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 I'll let Chrissy feel like Volta. Oh! Walter. Let Chrissy feel like Walter. Walter. That was great. I'm sick of people. I'm sick of people on the announce table calling him fucking Walter. His name is not Walter. His it's, name is Walter. Walter. What a V. It's with the W, but you have to pronounce it like you're from Austria. That's where he's from. Walter. And, and then they just stand there and they just the same expression, all of them. Blankly special. So I want to hear him talk about my 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 take so, my worlds collide card. So yes, WWE I'm talking about my results worlds, for worlds collide. Worlds collide was the was the other event from this past weekend. And, and I and, said, uh, I'm sorry. And I did say I wanted Undisputed Era to win. Excuse me. Yeah. However, yeah, didn't happen. What did my mind change when didn't I was happen. watching that match? I didn't was happen. like, wow. Yo, they cannot keep Volta down like this. And, and mind you, this was this winded up not being four on four because a member of the Imperium, Alexander Wolf, was taken out. He, he really, had he, really, he had a potential concussion really, due to okay. like a strike from uh, Bobby Fish. Okay. But the Imperium did defeat Undisputed Era due to the dominance of Volta at the end. <sighs> DIY defeated Mustache Mountain in another great match on the night. What kind Dr of a name is that? What? Mustache Mountain. It sounds like a ride at Universal Studios or something. Well, like, they both have mustaches. Just <laughs> go ahead. Keep it, keep I love it. it. Uh, and uh, Jordan Devlin defeated Inhel Gaza, Isaiah Score of Scott, Travis Banks to become the new NXT Cruiserweight Champion. Who picked it? You did. You did. Who picked it? I'll give you. I'll give it up. And you lost points. Yes, I did. I didn't have. <laughs> him on, I didn't have him active. Like. A Freaking idiot. Uh, Rhea Ripley defeated uh, Tony, Tony Storm to defend. Tony Storm a fucking star. Oh, she's a, she's a dime piece, but she's not a star in WWE because they don't give a fuck about her. They have. Yo, Tony yo, Storm should did. be on the fucking main roster. Yo, what the gets, fuck is she doing yo, on the brand gets, nobody yo, watches? She gets the most. Son, so she gets the least important wins on any brand. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, why, she, that's why I said 
She's a star, and I don't even watch UK. And she gets catapulted to a spot where you know she's she not going to win been, because she, she appears surprised. in the spot out of nowhere Did because she, the matches she win don't mean shit. Yeah. yeah. Was she in the room as well? Yeah, she, yeah, was. she was. She, she, she lasted like, what, three Two minutes? Two seconds. Like, maybe ten minutes. Maybe. That long? But again, maybe. she is a star, and she is not... And she's not being pushed like she's a star. Not, it's sad. And she's only 23. And I think that's I why think they're waiting on her. And I think that's why they're waiting on her. Yeah. I think that's why they're why waiting. Why is she still young? Like, what does Maybe. that even have to do with it? Paige was 19. Because I think once she gets into that moment, she's going to be there for a long time. Okay. She could be a Charlotte. I think she's going to be there for a while. Because she's going to usher out the people like the Natalias and the people that getting these minor pushes. And she's going to be in that spotlight for a long time. I agree. 23 years old. Her future is not even started yet. It's bright. And it's Finn Balor defeated uh, Ilio Dragunov. Oh, so I say the match of the night was either Imperium versus Undisputed Era or DIY versus Mustache Mountain. You guys, if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, put down in the, in the comment section which one you prefer as the match of the night. And the MVP was, of course, Volta! And we gotta talk about the WWE Royal Rumble 2020. The biggest uh, moments. We talked about a lot of them already. Drew McIntyre. You wouldn't let us. What? You wouldn't let us talk well, about it. Well, I said we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it now. Drew McIntyre eliminates Brock Lesnar after Brock ties the elimination record with 13 and wins the entire men's Royal Rumble, last eliminating Roman Reigns. Charlotte Flair wins the women's Royal Rumble after Bianca Belair dominates the Yo, beginning. My so- girl. <laughs> She's, Naomi fucking it up. She set a woman's record of eight eliminations. Then the <laughs> the right hand to our Lord and Savior, Shayna Baszler, in about 30 less minutes than Bianca Belair, she ties that same record, last being eliminated by Charlotte Flair. Why the fuck she walked into the same move she blocked before that, I would never know. They made Shayna Baszler look like a fucking idiot. Yo! So, it was fucking retarded. She blocks the whole shit. She has Charlotte like this. All she has to do is push her. And then she walks right into the same shit. Yo, that's it. That was one of the worst, bro. That was definitely the worst. And that's why everyone was booing. That's why everybody booed. More than Charlotte winning, it was how stupid that ending was. Like, that. that's honestly how I feel. Like, the crowd really booed the ending. And not for nothing for someone that came in from the other brand to pop, she should have won it. But whatever, you know, who am I? I don't work there. I just work at a school. So, you know, I don't get paid the bucks from WWE. So I don't know anything. I don't know any better fans. No, they're, they're stupid. Listen, right? listen, your work is important. Exactly. You help a lot of kids. <laughs> you, help, you help these idiots, guys when they were. Because these idiots don't want to make the proper decisions. Ain't got nothing on us. Absolutely. You saved their lives. <laughs> the Fiend uh, defeated Daniel Bryan to successfully defend the Universal Championship you, you in a strap to, match. The to... best Fiend match ever. Yes. Ever. This man who should have been at... Huh? His fourth match? No, he's versus Finn Balor. He's versus Seth Rollins twice. He, he's versus the Daniel, Miz. He versus Daniel Bryan He versus Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series and then at the Royal Rumble. So he's had six matches and this was the best one. Even even when he wasn't that the fiend, when he was Bray Wyatt against Miz, that shit was sucked. But this one was great. I love the welts on Daniel Bryan. They were really whooping the shit out of each other. And then the no-sell by the fiend at the end, I loved it. I loved it. I, I, can we throw that belt in the garbage, please? Hey, maybe you should. Uh, they, Becky, they really should. 
Becky Lynch uh, defeats Asuka, I would say, in the ring. Word! This was a really good match. It was match. a good Fiend match. Yes, it was. Good Fiend match? Yes, it was. <laughs> Word! Becky versus Asuka was a good match in the ring, Not but no one, no one gave a fuck because they didn't think Asuka would, could beat Becky. That was my assessment of that. Bailey versus Lacey. Bailey beats Lacey, but that was the worst match on the show. The whole that should have been on the pre-show. Worst match on the show. And Roman beats Corbin in a false count anywhere match that had no business being thirty minutes long. What yo! the fuck? Oh my god! What the fuck? Yo, I said, yo, this show started at seven. Why is this match? What the on? fuck? Why the fuck was that thirty minutes? Because they had to have the people in. They had to have, like, y'all wanted oh, this shit. Oh, y'all wanted, y'all wanted, rude. Y'all wanted, so. Cor- y'all wanted this Corbin shit, right? <laughs> I hope you're happy. He loves it. Uh, the fuckers, the- I've been wanting y'all for the past two years. By his bum ass in these matches. The match of the night was the men's Royal Rumble match, and MVP was none other than the Beast, Brock Lesnar. And him stealing the show in the Royal Rumble. Can we just talk about that for a minute? Oh, was it an MVP? One, two, you hit the clock ticket. Brock dancing the MVP was my favorite part <laughs> of the whole show. Rumble beat whatnot. Yo, the fact that they, they... No, his reaction to Keith Lee. Oh, that's a big motherfucker. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh he big. <laughs> The fact that they made MVP look like a chump, man, like, that's that's some sad shit right there. They should have made him be like number twenty, at least being there for like ten minutes. Like he this nigga got out immediately. I was like, damn. Oh. That vibranium didn't work for him. I would say <laughs> Black Panther. That vibranium. Damn. I mean, uh, what was I worse? I had a whole out, whole out, um, Black Panther outfit. Like, like he came out all like he was about to do something. I was like, yo, this nigga ain't up to shit, son. Like. Why did that to him? So, like, he like, man, look like a chump, son. What was the worst return? Was it John Morrison versus Brock Lesnar or MVP Who? versus Brock? See, you don't even remember that. John, John Morrison? Morrison was in that yeah, match. That he got flipped in one move. Why does John Morrison need to back? That's what I'm. I, I don't even. Yes, he should have stayed with his wife. I don't know. I so he's, back, he's back doing flippy shit. But he didn't even get to do his like nearest save. Oh, he did flippy like, shit. He flipped right over the top. Oh, right over the top. Right. I love the fact that Kofi was the first person to make it the 90 seconds, though. To make it the 90 seconds against Brock. That was That's considered a push. Yeah, that was considered a push. That was, that was, that was you know, give him a little bit of something because he lost it, you know, to Brock. That was probably, honestly, one of my favorite moments of the whole Brock portion of the Rumble was Brock taking out all three of them. Big E, Kofi, and Rey Mysterio. Where he jumps off of Big E's back to hit the Kofi. Yo. Like, yo, Brock, Brock should be a babyface. I was cheering for him the entire time. Really yes. Yes, I was like, set the elimination record, god damn it. You I, I really thought he should have set the record. To the he should have set the record. I wanted him to go to like, the fucking end. Like, Drew should have came in at, like, the way that played out, Drew should have came in at 20, mm-hmm. and Ricochet should have been there at 18. Yeah. Like, it should have been, like, a couple numbers over, so Brock could have easily, this would have been Google search Royal Rumble record. This would have been the perfect video mm-hmm. to see it. Now to see him match with Braun Strowman, to see him in a conversation with Kane, to have that kind of performance at the Royal Rumble and it doesn't stand out alone as its own individual accolade, it kind of like, it's like it's weird. Did, yeah. any, did anyone pick or think, because well, I, I remember last week when we were talking about our predictions, no one said Drew McIntyre. No, not at all. No, I, I loved and, it. And, I, I, and I, it's sad because I forgot. I, I don't even think his name was even entered in as, no. as it was. It, was, it, it, was, it? it was a part of our sheet. We didn't yeah. mention him because it was obvious. 
Yeah, I mean, Drew, obvious to us. To me, to me, Drew seemed like the number one guy to eliminate Brock. I didn't think the guy who eliminated Brock would be the same guy to win the whole Royal Rumble. I thought Drew would eliminate Brock, or I, I was like, Drew. Drew was the number one person, and then I thought Roman would win in the end, which I was the, the original, original plan. Yeah. But but in the end, I feel like they made the right decision they, with I this think, one. I think they, with this one, they made the right decision because they put over Drew more. Right, and I think it it, it was a, a better sell because I don't, I think they everyone have would have been the same way like they did with Charlotte because mm-hmm. we're tired of the same people winning. Yeah, they booed. They booed no, Roman when he came but, out. But I will say the way that Drew won it, yes, was so much more convincing. And that motherfucking Claymore he caught on Roman was a thing of beauty. Only one battle oh was the God. one on Brock. Yo, Brock can sell. Was, Brock sells better than everyone in yo, the WWE main roster. Yes. Brock wants to sell something, yo, no one can sell like Brock. That connection caught Brock, I think. You saw foot, face. Foot, face. It was, it was it like was, it was a perfect look, yo. And then he laid down there on the floor because that man was exhausted. That yeah. man was that man was winded in the ricochet part. When ricochet yes, does the yes, springboard, yes, yes. he catches him. He looks like he's gonna take him to the top. To yeah, he and, him, and he literally just fell. He's like, nah, fuck this, backbreaker. <laughs> that nigga was turking. He that turned different was, shades of purple. In that match, he yeah. turned different shades. Yo, of he, he literally he became one of those. Yo, he became a WWF No Mercy body from the Nintendo 64. Like, if you see damage to all these points, that's literally what Brock looked like. Yeah, yeah, pretty I, much. I, I think Brock has not worked this much in like years no. since the young Brock. No, but and, but my God, my God, Brock was the MVP up in the. You, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, I have to agree with you on that one. Because at first I was like, is he really put, at first I was upset looking at it. But now thinking about it, it's genius. It was, it was fun. It made it so different than any Royal Rumble. Because I was like, nah. It made it different. I was like, nah, get the fuck out of here. He keeps just throwing everyone. I was like, what, who is, like, how, is he going to win this whole thing? I was like. Alright, I'm going home now. I but, can just pack my shit and I can go. Like, I don't need to keep but watching it. Then, but as it got more in, he kept making it different. He did and the I whole mean, thing with Shelton Benjamin, where he hugs him. And, uh, like, that, he made each one different. I think that was like one low, low key, my, one of my favorite parts. Besides yeah. the Keith Lee one, I think that the one with Shelton, they, and, they, and then Paul Hamill was like, yo, look, it's to do that trick. Reunite with Shelton. I want you to share the ring with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> And motherfucking sink. Like this dude trained you, like, and surpassed you. Yep. Like no one can think about Shelton. What's a great Shelton Benjamin match? Oh, there's been a few, but it was like two decades ago, oh, like wait. 15 years ago. What? What? Who? Put Mike to you. Oh, she put me on the spot Ooh. against Shawn Michaels. Look it up. I'll, I'll about the yeah, everyone, everyone knows. If you're a wrestling fan, <laughs> when, he got, when he got his head kicked, exactly out the greatest cut. super kick, the greatest sweet chin music of all time. Where they I mean, literally I'm, went I'm, to the, where they went to the laboratory and literally replaced Shelton Benjamin's head mm-hmm. because he got kicked to the roof. He super good. Well, you sweet chin music. I did, I did not know body. not one Shelton Benjamin match. Look so it up. You. Look it up, and then and then thank me when you see that ending and you see the greatest sweet chin music of all time. I've seen him do great sweet. No, nothing's better than that one. You sure? Nothing's okay. better. No. None. No. Nothing's better. Yeah, than I mean, listen, yeah, show it to her. I'll, I'll get to it. I'll get on it. I'll, I'll start. On I'll it. start going through what's next. But uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. before you do that, can you can you 
see what the spotlight and the True Hills have to say? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Listen, I will never not, I will never not, not neglect. Can you we guys. just say like how? So, ba- okay, sorry. Go ahead. Listen, calm down. <laughs> no, no, I wanted to say something about the women's room. So okay. Yeah, go ahead. You never said who the MVP of that was. What well, I, I always give an MVP of the show. The MVP of the show to me was Brock Lesnar. If we're going by Women's Royal Rumble, yes. yes, the MVP was your girl, Bianca Belair. However, I was not going to say that. What I was okay. going to say, shout out to Beth Phoenix. Oh, with the bloody head? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. She's like, a critic. I thought credit. she was going to just collapse at any minute now because it just gets. because she, she, she fought. I thought she was just going to keep falling. It just got redder and redder. And, and, and we, want, just, we do want to shout out our colleague from our YouTube channel, Drunk Guy JJ, who went all the way to Houston, Texas to see the, Santino Morella. No, no, Santino. no, to see the ball Sasha Banks not be in the Women's the, Royal Rumble. The, 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 and, on her birthday at that. Not even because I'm sorry, Santina. For long-time fans, it was just awful. It was still awful, but it was just like, Trash. oh my god, that's typical WWE. The only person who was worse than Santina in that Women's Royal Rumble, and she was beautiful. She was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. If if I if I if I just saw her entrance, closed my eyes, turned off the TV, turned it back on when she got eliminated, it would have been the perfect uh, return. Kelly Kelly was goddamn fucking awful in that fucking oh, match. Oh yes. Oh my god, she. I don't know how someone who was a bad wrestler in her prime became worse. Can I just say something? You're, you're not convincing me out of Santino. I see Santino Morella. Can I, can I, can I, can I, hello? Yeah. Well, then he eliminated himself. See, and this is why. This is what goes back to. That's why I had to read. Can I read the names? Where the book? Where, where my page? Hold on. Give me a second. I was. No, no, no. Here you go. The Women's Royal Rumble was produced by Michael Hayes. Tyson Kidd, Adam Pearce, and Mickey James, and with Triple H helping to make the match of the, with the flow of the match. So um, I'm definitely, put, out of all those names, I'm definitely going to go with Michael Hayes came up with the idea for Santino to be in And Kelly Kelly? Yeah, probably Michael Hayes. Can we, can we not, first of all, Molly Hollis, whatever her fucking name, she never Mighty been, Molly. Whatever the fuck her Mighty damn name. Molly. Fucking wrap that shit up. Go <laughs> not and buy her back next year. Who else? Um, Kelly Kelly. God bless you, sis. T- I take your vote away to not come back next year. Um, no, Santino. Santino? Santino? That, whatever the fuck that shit was, it was a waste <laughs> of a fucking spot. We want you to leave. That's three three vacancies yes. right there. Completely agree. Who else I can name that should not have been there? Um, um, you Preach! You could have had like girls from NXT come up. You could have had more girls that was in the back come up. That shit was trash. Like, I don't understand why you would allow these people to even come and be there. So, for the fact that it it was in and... Say it loud, say it proud. Say it loud. And then you give Naomi uh, her, her comeback, and she is sitting on a fucking announce table. But yet, Kelly Kelly gets more props and Molly Holly? Naomi uh, st- stood on an announce table for what felt like 30 minutes. I, I literally no, forgot no. she was in the fucking match. She probably and, and yo, yo, the, the best part is when I'm listening to Wrestling Observer, they have someone r- random on Wrestling Observer who doesn't watch wrestling regularly. He hasn't watched wrestling since last June. And he said the best point to me. He was like, why didn't Naomi just jump off the table on one foot? 
You literally stood on a fucking table for 30 minutes to think, nah, I can't just jump off with one foot. I gotta make a bridge to get there. She and, could have landed on her like her butt. She could land on her knees. Like, and, and mind on her, you. On her, her, her hands. She's that athletic where she can do something so good. Mm-hmm. It took you that long. You could have did a somersault. I don't know. But, or a hand, you've done a handstand. Like, you've done this before. So I don't understand who or one of these. Let me see. Wait, hold on. One, two, three, four, five people. It took y'all five. All five y'all said, Naomi, what great move can we get for you to do for this Royal Rumble? And this is your you. This is you coming back. You was gone for what, like four months, maybe, because your yep. man was an idiot. But you know, yep. that's another story. But this big pop that was supposed to be a comeback for you made you stand right here for the whole show. Yep. The whole. And, and then when she got back in, of course, like the last two years when she's done the same thing, she got immediately eliminated. Exactly. <laughs> Like, I mean, we knew she was not going to win, but how do we get or explain or say we like these three has-beens, not even, I don't even, I don't even know what to call them. I don't even know what to call Santino, Molly, Kelly. Oh, my God. Molly Holly, I felt so bad for her. She, like, her, she like got almost got a concussion in, like, the first move she did. She did that snap mayor on the floor and landed on her fucking head and everything. I, mean, like, I, don't, I didn't understand. Why did you eliminate her? Like, she was in the ring for, like, seven more minutes. I'm sorry. You're right. I, I apologize, Chris. I don't even know how we forgot about this. That was the best fucking part of the whole show, too. What? Uh, Otis. Oh, yes. I fucking yes, love that yes, man. Yes, yes, yes. Ha- and then he messes it all up and let both girls in. Well, he didn't let it go. She dropped on him. He wasn't expecting two women at one time. Otis is a man. He's a one-woman man. He got blindsided. He got blindsided. And she doesn't like women. She's trying to she's trying to take this woman. I can't no, I also want to say a highlight of the show was that interview with Sonya and Mandy because if they're gonna build to to Mandy being in the between a lump triangle with so with Sonya and Otis, I'm I'm watching SmackDown strictly for this shit. Like this is the best storyline. Like, where the hell did he come from? He just like all of a sudden he was like, wait. I loved it, and I loved the crowd popping like crazy during that. The goal of the night goes to Mandy and and and, and uh, uh 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 damn what's on not Ruby damn what the fuck is her name? Uh Sarah. Sarah. Sarah no, Logan. No, not Logan. Oh, no. Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. Yeah, yeah. Sarah Morgan. What the fuck? I, I don't know. You said someone well, from the Riot Squad. Well, I, don't know, fucking, I mean, go <laughs> up like. Did you think that maybe two years ago these girls would just be like this? No. And never this, give Lana mic time during a rumble, please. This oh and another, another one. That I get that five. That's five people. Don't give Lana. Don't give Santino. Do not give Holly. Don't give Kelly. <laughs> Kelly and um, it's a dead house. That's four. Fuck. It's a one. It's another. It's another girl that I'm forgetting. Please remind me. Don't don't let them come back. Guys, in a sense, this just means the women's rumble needs work. Does. No, but it was it was like, good. Like, and it, no, it was not. In a nutshell, I would say out of all three, like Beth Phoenix was the worst one. Beth Phoenix was the, one. was the highlight of the show for the match for me because of her grit, and her toughness. I say that was Bianca. the only good spot. And Bianca, Bianca Belair Bianca. with the record setting even though and lasted more than a half hour. That was the only two things. And no one, no one would have never like, said that. Before we move on. I just want to say, why the fuck are you putting Jerry the King Lawler oh! in a Royal Rumble that had like 20 NXT people and he did not know no. one of them? He, 
Yo, the, the, the part that totally took me out of the Women's Royal Rumble is when I think it's like Vic Joseph or somebody's somebody like, said, like you know what, you know what Bianca does with her hair? And King says, oh no, what does she do with her hair? I was like, nah, get him the, get him the fuck out of here. How the fuck you gonna ask that? The you see this bitch with work. a six feet long hair, hair ponytail. He comes to work, he collects a paycheck, goes home and bangs uh, a teenager. You know, the stuff that he does. True. He's Harvey Weinstein of the WWE. This is what so, he does. Yeah. let's move on this to what what's he next. <laughs> he doesn't watch any programming, you know. He, he you know. So, um, shout out to By- um, Byron Saxon and um, what the other man name is that? Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. Welcome back home, brothers. Welcome I miss back you. to that. I missed you. We'll miss you, Vic Joseph. Uh, New Japan yeah. Pro Wrestling. Once I let the, other, the black dude go, I was like, damn, this is a spiral. King is not helping us. This did. Yep. But they shouldn't let that shit go from the get-go, though. Hey, we got three big shows coming up from New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, this weekend as well as next weekend. And he did a great do- job at TakeOver with Beth and the other guy. So, um, Mario was um, doing, he was at the Barclays Center. Oh, okay. He was, it was a boxing match that night, hey, so hey, he had to get that Showtime money. There you go. New Japan in Sapporo is this uh, coming Saturday, February 1st. You got Yurimoro and Tiger Mask versus El Fantasmo and Taiji Ishimori. I'm going with the obvious pick of the Bullet Club. Who you got in top guy, JJ? I'm going to follow you on this one. Bullet Club. Bullet Club all the yeah. way. Uh, Hanaro. Uh, hold my... Well, yeah, let's hear from the comments. Two Chris said Jerry Lola dyes his hair more than a 70-year-old Puerto Rican grandma. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, Hanaro, Honma, and Maccabee versus Tinjo, uh, Nakiishi, and Tenzan. I'm going to go with Hanaro, Honma, and Maccabee. Who you got? Top guy, JJ. When he could paint that match again from me, I was stuck on that. Card. You got Hanaro, uh, Honma, and Maccabee versus Tenzu, uh, Nakaishi, and Tenza. Mm, I'm gonna go with uh, Tenzai. Tenzan team. Yeah. You got Tenzan team. You got Tenzan team. We got Tagushi. I, I picked uh, Hanare, Honma, and Maccabee. Okay. Uh, Tagushi, Sho and Yo of Rapongi 3K, the IWGP Tag Team Champions. Uh, and Will Ospreay will versus Dookie, uh, Kanemaru, El Desperado. Yes, his name is Dookie. Uh, <laughs> El Desperado and Zack Sabre Jr. This is the preview. Will Ospreay versus Zack Sabre Jr., which is going to be on one of the other shows for New Beginning. Wow. Uh, who you got, Chrissy? Will Ospreay. Wow. You got that's Ospreay's a, team, Chaos? That's a strong team. Will, will Ospreay, El Desperado, Zack Sabre? I ain't going against that. Well, they're not on the same team. I mean, that's what it looks like. It looks like a straight. No, it says verse. It actually says verse right next to Will Osprey's. My bad. My bad. I did. That that was right there. I'm I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with um, Desperado, Zack Saber, and and Canamero. A good pick, Suzuki Gun. Uh, we got a special tag team match. It's going to be Robbie Eagles and Ryu Lee, the AKA Dragon Lee. God. Versus. Versus the LIJ team of Bushi and Hiromu Takahashi. Who you got? Chrissy Love. LIJ. You got LIJ team. Who you got? Bushi Top guy and, JJ. And, and, yes. uh, and Hiromu. And Hiromu. Damn, that shit just sounds like fucking Street Fighter. <laughs> who you got? I'm going to go with Bushi and Takahashi. I'm going to go with Eagles, Eagles and uh, Ryu Lee. Ryu Lee's going to get a Ryu. shot at Hiromu and one of these other shows. Uh, special tag team match is going to be Sonata and the double champion Naito Two Belts versus Jay White and Kenta to preview two big matchups on the Osaka show. Who you got, Chrissy Love? 
two belts. Two belts, Naito, two belts, and Sonata. Who you yeah, got, JJ? Yeah, yeah, give me the points. Sonata's on fire with Naito. Give me the points. I'm going with the Bullet Club team of Jay Wyatt and Kenta. Kenta's got to get momentum before he gets a shot at two Fuck belts. Kenta. Special tag team matchup. This one's going to be good. This one I'm looking forward to a lot. You got the Suzuki Dun team of Minoru Suzuki and Taishi versus a dream team of John Moxley and the GOAT, Kazuka Okada. Is, is his eye really messed up? John Moxley? Nah, man. It's k Okay. Who you got? He does look like the, the, um, what's that movie? Damn. Jack Sparrow? No. <laughs> no, not Jack Sparrow. <laughs> The, the Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah, that's right. No! <laughs> Who you got, JJ? I'm, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Moxley! I agree with top guy JJ. Moxley. I'm going with Moxley and Okada to get the victory. Who you got? Who you got, Chrissy? Moxley. Moxley and Okada, hot girl He's going to patch. I don't know how the fuck he does that shit every single week. That scratched every fiber in my throat. <laughs> Special singles match. You got this one's gonna be good. It's gonna be Tomo Hishii going one on one with Evil of Lij. Who you got, uh, Top Guy JJ? Are you still scared to pick against them? I get to. <laughs> He's always scared. Give me, to give me the point. The I'm going Evil, bitch. <laughs> Ishii, SMD, you in Japan. He's going to find you. <laughs> Who you got? He's going to find me in my sleep. Ishii or Evil? He's going to find me in my sleep. L.I.J. You're going with L.I.J.'s Evil. So Evil, Evil, I'm going with Ishii. I'm scared of that man. Uh, who you got? Never open weight championship is on the line. Hiroki Go. Never open weight. What? Yes, okay. never open weight. So New Japan has the junior heavyweight division. It has the heavyweight division. The division which combines both divisions is the never open weight division. Okay. Open weight. Get it? Okay. Wow. Great. Hiroki Goto defends against uh, Shingo Tagagi. This is following up with Shingo getting a tag team victory over Goto at New Year's Dash. Who you got in this one? Uh, one Go Goto. You got Goto? They're one and one in singles matches. This is their third matchup. Who you got, JJ? I'm on Hiroki Goto. I am going with Shingo to finally win the big one. Shingo Tagagi was dominant during his first year with New Japan last year, and I feel like this is going to be his crowning achievement. New Japan, new beginning in Sapporo. I'll just run through a couple of the matches that we got here, and we'll only get predictions for the top matches. So you got Hanare versus Tenzu. You got Yuromoro, Hanma, and Maccabi versus Tiger Mats, Naki Ishii, and Tenzan. I'm done. That's <laughs> John Moxley. You got to show the people. You got to show the people. That's John Moxley. Uh, so people, this is who she thinks John Moxley is. So she still thinks that he's Dean Ambrose. Pretty much. Pretty much. She thinks he's walking around with Mitch the Potty Plant. Anywho, she, she's over here shouting Dean Ambrose out mad hard. Anywho, well, Dean Ambrose. Anywho, uh, Gravio Kid versus Elephant. It's a long ass day. I'm sorry. The fucking women's world gonna have me over. I'm so sorry. All of this shit is all out the window. Gabriel Yo. Kidd versus El Fantasmo, Robbie Eagles, Ishii, and Goto versus Lij. <laughs> you got a special eight man tag between Taguchi, Shoyo, and Mossy versus uh, Suzuki Gun. <laughs> Let's hear the 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 predictions. See, the top three matches. A special six man tag match. 
It's going to be Hiromu Takahashi, Sonata, and Naito versus the Bullet Club, Ishimori, Jay White, and Kenta. Who you got, JJ? I'll let Chrissy pick those. I want to read Chris's comments. <laughs> well, she's still laughing. Just make the prediction, and then we'll go to his comment. Let's make the prediction. Okay, all right. So you want the top three. L.I.J. versus uh, Bullet Club. Who you got? Bullet Club. Uh, all right, I picked I, I, I pick against L.I.J. pretty much all. Right, I'm going to go with L.I.J. Um, <laughs> you got Pro British Heavyweight Championship, is on the line. Zack Sabre Jr. defending against Will Ospreay, the two best wrestlers out of the U.K. going one-on-one. Who you got? I'm going to go Will Ospreay. You got she Will Ospreay? Yeah, she, can't, she can't stop laughing. I'm going to go with Zack Sabre Jr. in this one. And in the main event, it's going to be Kazuko Okada going one-on-one with Taishi. Who you got, JJ? <laughs> I'm gonna go Okada. I'm gonna go Okada. Okada all around. Now you can read his comment. Yeah. So I'm gonna trigger which one. So the one that she can't stop laughing at. So obviously this is in conjunction to what Chrissy showed us on the truck the spotlight page on her phone. So Chris follows it up with one of his, of course. He says, SMH, that's an asshole from Ice Age. <laughs> So, All he Chris you know, knows is that it's because he has a child. Because if, if you got kids, you don't know that it is. You got kids, you understand this whole theory. You understand this entire <laughs> theory. That's even true. The asshole is a fucking movie. You got to you got to understand that part. So, so that's what happened. Any and other then, comments? And then he follows it up with Chris. Of course, this is Chris. John Moxley is more like Big Boss from Metal Gear Solid. I agree. I agree. <sighs> and, and anything else that's relevant is not being read. Okay. Cool. New Japan Pro Wrestling, New Beginning in Osaka is the final show of this tour. We'll run through the, the other matches and get the predictions for the top ones. Yo. Tai, uh, Nakaishi has his final night in Osaka. Joe Hall and Nagata, uh, Kojima, Nakaishi, and Tenzan versus Taguchi, Hanaro, Honma, and Makabe. This is a lot. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles is on the line. Showing Yo versus uh, Kanamoro and El Desperado of Suzuki Gun. Special eight man tag. Koto Obushi. Hopefully, he's, he's done with the flu. Uh, Hiroshi Ta- Ta- Tanahashi. David Finley and Juice Robinson versus the Bullet Club. And let's hear the prediction. prediction. Special tag match. Will Ospreay and uh, Kata versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Taishi. Who you got? Wow. Can't well, go against Will Ospreay. Right, that's a that's not that's not, that's not that's even like a fair. dream team. That's like that a dream is team. a dream team. That's I'm like going, wrong. Why would y'all do that? Like, that's like a dream team. You I'm going with Okada and Osprey. Yeah, Osprey. Well. Yeah. All around special singles match. You got Sonata going one on one with the Switchblade Jay White. Who you got? Jay White. Give me the points. Going with Sonata. I'm going with Jay White. I agree with Chrissy Love. And and the top two matches, the double main event, is going to be IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion Hiromu Takahashi <laughs> in his first defense versus his arch nemesis, his longtime rival, the man that broke his neck in 2017, Ryu Lee. Who you got? Ryu Lee versus Hiromu. Ryu Lee. You got Ryu Lee being the new champion. Who you got, JJ? I'm going to go with Takahashi getting his redemption. That was a long time ago, so he's got to get some redemption for that. He, t- he lost two and a half years of his career because of Ryu Lee. Take another so L. I am going with Hiromu Takahashi. I forgot about this one. This is a triple main event, actually. IWGP US Heavyweight Championship is on the line. This is the match everyone's been talking about ever since Wrestle Kingdom weekend. It's going to be John Moxley defending his title in a dream match against Minoru Suzuki. Who you got? John Moxley. John Moxley, who you got? AKA DM brought the juice from. Yeah! My 
And finally, in the main event, it's the IWGP Heavyweight. We have two matches on the same thread card. Like, well, I'm going to have a sore throat. <laughs> IWGP Heavyweight Champion and IWGP Intercontinental Champion Tensuya Naito defends both belts against the Bullet Club's own Kenta. This follows up with Kenta ruining Naito's moment after Tokyo Dome when he became the champion and when he attacked him. Finally, can Naito get his revenge or will Kenta become the second ever double champion? Who you got, JJ? Uh, I don't see Kenta going that far yet. It's going to be a really good match. Kenta's going to deliver. But I, I see I see Naito retaining. I don't see Kenta doing it yet. Not yet? Too early? Yeah. Uh, Kenta. Mm-hmm. All right, and I'm going to go with Naito. Two belts. Naito, two belts getting the victory in the main event of New, New Beginning in Osaka. So, we're going to round up this episode of True Hill Heat. Any comments from the spotlight of the True Hill? Just so that I completely, up? completely concur with my man Chris with. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I definitely want Justin Roberts to introduce me at my wedding. <laughs> I, I want the full... The, the, I want, I'll, I'll pay the extra for the, for the gun shirt. That's gonna be my spotlight, and then it's over for me after that. It's all about the bride. After that. It's all about the bride. After that. Because once she starts walking down the aisle, it's fuck me. I'm in the tux. Yep. It's her beautiful ass that's gonna be walking down that aisle. So I'm gonna have my moment and have him just, you know, just you just come on, we'll give everybody like a minor headache because we all gonna be drinking prior. They get to style and profile. Yeah, <laughs> all right. So quick, but that's all from the spotlight in the True Hills. We appreciate you guys watching. A plug for our YouTube channel. This weekend, you'll see this uh, True Hill Heat 62. The lovely Miss Chrissy Love will be back with, with a new edition with the SmackDown of the li- with the Lynches. And we have to do it early before Super Bowl. Yeah. Behind our camera, we got we'll another contributor <laughs> to our YouTube channel. I don't know if he wants to peek in. We got the All Elite Recap with Marcus Cash and Jimmy Macaram. That's coming up to the YouTube channel. You guys say it took took two weeks off. Yeah, we were still a little seasick from the Jero Cruise. Um, oh, fancy. <laughs> um. One of us came down with coronavirus, so we had to take some time off. But we'll be back this week, so this tune in. This nigga just said a coronavirus. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. so now we only drink Coors Light. Anyway. A um, coronavirus. I mean, in his defense, I heard coronavirus. Spotlight of True Hills. Tell this man to man up. <laughs> no, he's being honest. He's an honest man. I'm an honest man. There you go. And you can check out a new episode of MSXT. Up on the channel right now is a new episode of Going Raw with Drunk Guy JJ. He's going to review this week's episode of Monday Night Raw as well. On Facebook, you can follow us at the True Hills group page or True Hill Heat. Like and support that page. The Spotlight or Dirt Sheet Radio or even Battle Club Pro, our New York independent promotion uh, Twitter page. Follow us at True Hill Heat. Shouts out to the National Treasure Nick Aldis who liked one of our tweets this week. Miss Chrissy Love, where can they find you on social media? They can find me on social media at Twitter, which is the Sensation Miss Chrissy Love, on Facebook and IG. Uh, hit me up. I am there. Send us your merch. We will gladly shout you out on SmackDown with the Lynches in the Lynch domain. So that's it. Yeah, top guy JJ. And uh, Instagram at Truehill underscore Top Guy JJ. Facebook will be Justin Johnson. And th- there was a reason I put annoying piece of item up here at the at the, the beginning of the show, which was this bad boy right here. 
this was one of my favorite connections to the Kobe and MJ saga. Is that uh, this is a fair one of my favorite pairs of sneakers? It is the six rings that was dedicated to the Lakers when he actually won his uh, very first NBA championship. But it was a dedicated thing to obviously, you know, they always had this little back and forth going with them too. That's how competitors did. That's how they always did it. They always took jabs at each other, but then loved it and laughed at it over drinks. You hey, know, Kobe, Kobe dropped 55 on Michael Jordan's life. Sure as hell hey. did. Uh, Marcus Cash, where can they find you on social media? Uh, on Facebook, Worst of Both Worlds podcast for me and Jimmy. Uh, the YouTube page is Jimmy Macrum. Uh, a lot of stuff there. He's on there too, so check that out. <laughs> um, Jimmy Macrum on uh, the Instagrams, and uh, my battery is dying. Uh, that's not a phrase. That's an actual handle. So. There you go. <laughs> Me on the on the Twitter machine. I'm up on the True Hill Heat uh, Instagram. You got True Hill Heat as well as myself, True Hill underscore Epic SP3. Uh, YouTube channel. Subscribe to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. You can see all of us as well as, well as all of our friends. Uh, you got uh, Jimmy Macaram YouTube channel. Battle Club Pro's got a YouTube channel. iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, True Hill Heat. Check it all out on there. So signing off for True Hill Heat 62. We'll see you in two weeks' time for True Hill Heat 63. And we are signing off until next time.